Hello and welcome to the Nintendo Switch UK podcast. It's 2022. This is the first time we've been together uh, since the last season. But the exciting thing is that we, before we start season four for real, we get to do the awards for 2021, which feels like a little while ago, but we're going to delve into it in a second. And first of all, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Birthday, Happy Halloween, Alistair. Happy, I'm not going to say Chinese New Year because I'm not there yet, but Happy New Year, everybody. It's it's kind of... Yeah, we, Isn't it today? I think it it's today as we record Chinese New Year. In fact, it is because somebody messaged me to say, I'm sorry, it's Chinese New Year. Well, there you go. And that is Happy Chinese New Year to you and uh, everybody else who's listening. And it's great to be back. What's even more exciting is the fact we've got a whole new season coming and we've got a giveaway to talk about as well, which I'm sure oh, Anton yes. will wax lyrical about in well, just a moment. Yeah, absolutely. It's been quite incredible to see. You know, of course, we're incredibly excited for season four and doing this award ceremony. But thank you to everybody that's been supporting us during this time. It's kind of been amazing to see the numbers still churning through on our platforms. And yeah, we did the giveaway. So uh, hopping into it, if you did not know, we did a, a giveaway for two copies of Mario Party Superstar. And we did one on Twitter and one on Patreon. So First, uh, let's jump into the Twitter one. So, uh, firstly, I just want to say thank you very much to the 428 people that opted in. I, I was amazed to see that number, Mike. Thank you for making my phone ping every two seconds for about a month solid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is why I don't have the Twitters. Indeed. Yes. Yes. So, so I'm excited about this, Anton. So, I don't know if we can do like a drum roll. I might even, I don't you, know. If you I, have I like could, a drum kit there in your studio. You must have a real yeah, drum I kit can pro- there I can probably do, a, I'll find a drum roll. So, come on then, Anton. Without further ado, tell us who's yes. won the Twitter so, competition. For the Twitter copy of Mario Party Superstar, uh, this is going to attack the backlog um, on Twitter. Uh, also, upon kind of realizing you're the winner, check it out, loving the streams you're doing. And uh, yeah, uh, I will be in touch very soon uh, via just Twitter DM to get this over to you. And the irony being that whilst attacking the backlog of games, you've just added to it as well. So well done on that. And of course, it is completely random. We should add that this draw was done by you. You had an independent adjudicator making sure that it was all done correctly and all the rest of it, Anton. And yeah, we've got our first winner. Yep, pure random. And uh, thank you very much to the 428 people that submitted and uh, applied for this giveaway uh, moving on to our patreon giveaway so same game super mario uh, not super mario mario party superstar and the winner on patreon drum roll is uh, ian hart so thank you very much hey! and thank you to everybody hey! who submitted well done Congratulations. ian um that's very exciting i don't think ian has the game uh, from what i remember because i think there are a few people on there that have the game already so that's good it's another person to um to sort of bully into playing with us Indeed, now I just need to come around to your house and play it with Ian. Anytime, anytime, my friend, anytime. Um, so yeah, well done. We will be running more fun things. And remember, if you're not a Patreon and you're listening to this on the usual stream, come and join us because you get more chances to win. Plus we have gifts uh, that we give away every six months. We have a lot of fun in there. It's a really nice community too. You can find it more nsukp.co.uk forward slash support dash us. That's a good memory. It feels like so long since I said that. <laughs> There was a hesitation there. You nearly forgot it's been so long since you said it. 
<laughs> I did. I forgot where, I, to be fair, I forget what, what I had for breakfast most days. So we're going to move on to the voting for 2021. And Anton, I'm going to hand over to you at this point and you're going to run through all these categories. You're going to tell us what the nominations were. And basically, you're going to host now. And I'm going to sit back, relax and, and give you my thoughts. I thank you, Mike, for handing over the, the precious reins. And yeah, it's very exciting. We've done the awards both in 2019 and 2020, respectively. And what has been incredible to see this year is in previous times, you know, us as a hosting body have had actually a good say in, you know, what the, the kind of final numbers are despite involving the community. But this year, we have had so many people involved in the voting process that this is truly... Our, our votes do not tip the balance. It is truly the opinion of our audience. And it's kind of great. I didn't even vote. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so first category is, and I'd be curious what, I was very curious to see what ended up being this. And this was a new category for 2021, the listener's choice. Mainly in previous years, this we've kind of, had a limited amount of questions. This year we had unlimited questions that we could ask. So this 11th question was added to kind of get a gauge of what people were interested in outside of the pre-established questions. So for the listener choice, this was kind of a category for game, DLC or hardware that came out in 2021, which you felt deserved more love. We had a kind of nice, interesting mixed bag. A lot of people were actually shouting for the analog pocket, which was a kind of surprising one. We had uh, a couple of people shouting the praises of Fortnite Chapter 3 Flipped, which amazing. But I was wondering, could you just have any guess of what people thought was the kind of underappreciated gem of 2021? Can you give us any clue? Was it a game? Was it a thing? A peripheral? What are we talking it about It was not a game and it was not hardware. Ooh. Nintendo Switch focused. In that case, my guess is probably Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack. Mm, yeah, I was going down the same route as you, Al. I thought the Online Expansion Pack, given the fact we've got the... The Mega Drive and the N64 the, on there. Yeah. yeah, that was quite a big deal, I think, for a lot of people, albeit I think pricing raised a few questions. So I'm going to agree with Al. I can't think what else it would be Nintendo-related that would have got people as excited as that. So I'm going to go with Al. I'm going to say the online expansion pack. Um, definitely on the right wavelength. However, the winner of Listener's Choice 2021 was Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity expansion pack DLC, which mm. is great to see. And I think in future years uh, of doing the awards uh, makes it clear that you know, having a DLC category might be a good way to go. Not a bad shout. That's an interesting one, actually, because yeah. of all the games that got DLC, I wouldn't have necessarily assumed that that would be the one that was at the top of people's lists. It was a really good game. Don't get me wrong. I, I love playing that game, but I didn't think that the expansion pack pass brought that much additional content to it. But clearly I am wrong and everyone else is right. A big change. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, normally you are more critical. I wouldn't say you're often wrong. You're more critical. So that would probably ring true with this one. But yeah, I would say I was quite surprised by that as well, Anton, to be perfectly honest. it's uh, Again, it's a game that I think Nintendo fans love because of the setting more than anything. I think the fact that you have that 100 years before Breath of the Wild kind of vibe to it and it's got... A, properly fleshed out story probably did a lot for it so more of that story i think people would have been you know up for that so i can understand it but it definitely a bit of a surprise which leads us on ni nicely to the next category indeed so the next ca next category is and this is one that we've done for the last couple of years it's biggest surprise of the year looking back in 2019 this went to untitled breath of the wild sequel in 2020 it was hyrule warriors age of calamity 
And we've got a whole bunch of nominees for 2021. Yeah, we've um, so I'll I'll read out the, the the ones that we had on our website very quickly, and then Al, you can tell us what you think. Uh, Animal Crossing: New Horizons, Happy Home Paradise, Grand Theft Auto: The Trilogy, The Definitive Edition, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, Mario and Rabbids: Sparks of Hope, Metroid Dread, Nintendo Switch OLED model, Nintendo Switch Online and Expansion Pack, uh, No Switch Pro announced, uh, Sora in Super Smash Bros Ultimate, or Splatoon Three. So bearing in mind this is the biggest surprise of the year, uh, what do you think it might have been, Al? I, you know what, I, when I, I did look at these categories earlier on and tried to decide what one to vote for, I really struggled because there were so many huge surprises. I mean, the fact that we got an OLED and we didn't get a Switch Pro, they were two huge big surprises because everybody went into last year expecting a Switch Pro. So that would have been the default, yep, that's the answer. But then we got Kirby the Forgotten Land coming out of nowhere and it looks amazing. But of course, I have to settle for the biggest surprise of the entire year, which... Well, actually, it's a double surprise. It was a surprise when it was announced, and I was surprised at how bad it was when it was released. And that would have to be Grand Theft Auto the Trilogy, the Definitive Edition. It takes two boxes at the same time. It has yeah. to be the winner. I was fighting between this one and Kirby and the Forgotten Land. So just for fairness sake, I'm going to go Kirby and the Forgotten Land because not the, the game itself, a new Kirby game, not a big surprise, but the setting, the aesthetic, the kind of world, the fleshed out environment... I'm very excited about this game and the more I see, we'll be talking about this I'm sure in our first episode of the new season, I can't, you can tell that we haven't talked for a while because I want to talk about it, but I'm going to go for Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Fabulous. So going on to the results and starting with our bronze winner, uh, that was 50% of the vote went to Nintendo Switch OLED model. Uh, I think a lot of people were expecting the Pro as you say and then we got the mm. OLED so that was a nice surprise. Um, then in silver, second place, we have Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Then in number one, we have Animal Crossing New Horizons Happy Home Paradise. So uh, clearly people were not expecting DLC or at least expecting the DLC to be that good. No, clearly people were just wrong. <laughs> it was a surprise though. I and mean, the thing is for us, Al, we're never going to go for that, are we? Because neither of us play Animal Crossing. So, you know, if we were Animal Crossing players, then... I suspect that probably would have been a surprise, but yeah, yeah but there we Gigi go. And didn't even make it onto the list, and it was a double surprise. I mean, seriously, yeah. that has to be hands down the winner because it's it's so well. Yeah, it was so surprising so many times over. <laughs> You're wrong. Uh, next category, Anton. Yeah. Indeed. So next up, we have the favorite rumor of the year, uh, and the, going from the ones that we've actually covered in previous years. In 2019, we had Xbox Game Pass on Switch, which never happened. 2020, we had the Switch Pro, which never happened. And this year, we had a fresh batch of rumours to keep us salivating. Yeah, and some of these, uh, well, there's been developments, shall we say. So we've got Alan Wake Remastered, Assassin's Creed, the Ezio Collection, Donkey Kong 3D Game, Donkey Kong the Movie, Mass Effect Trilogy Remastered, Metroid Prime Trilogy, uh, the uh, NSO Game Boy and... uh, the online Game Boy and Game Boy Color games and the Persona 3 Remastered and the Switch Pro. There were the rumours this year. Now, obviously, we know the Ezio collection is arriving in but a few weeks. Someone may have pre-ordered it, despite having 450 games to complete first, but never mind. <laughs> Such is life. That's all. might be me. Uh, what's your favourite rumour of the year, Al, for 2021? It's a tough one. I mean, I would... My gut is saying go with the Switch Pro again, but I'm so disillusioned with the whole Switch Pro thing that I feel that I need to go somewhere else. And I kind of want to go to the Donkey Kong movie. It feels <laughs> wrong doing that. It's like throwing my vote away. But really? I don't know. It just seems like it, it could be really good fun. Go I know you're going to go with Mass Effect, Trilogy, I presume. 
but I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what you're going to say, but yeah, I'm going to go the Donkey Kong movie just for fun. Yeah, well, the interesting thing about the Mass Effect trilogy is it's now on Game Pass, which is, which is, um, you know, obviously, I guess it's a, well, it's not a surprise because it's been out for a while. But coming to the Switch, yes, that would have been up there. I actually, I'm going to go for Alan Wake Remastered as my favourite rumour of the year, just because I loved the original. I've thought, I've toyed with getting it on the Xbox, but I think if it was portable, I probably would go for it because I just love the, the, the whole kind of the books sort of the storytelling aspect of it so for me personally i'm going to go for alan wake remastered but i actually think the favorite of the year is probably going to be the online i'm going to go the game boy and game boy color games nintendo switch online as the favorite all righty well uh starting off with our third place winner for favorite rumor of the year 2021 uh we have a lot of happy listeners as it is assassin's creed the Ezio collection as that's just been announced early 2022 so a lot of happy people in our audience clearly me too and second place we have naturally persona 3 remastered we're still waiting for persona one day (laughs) and reigning in from 2020 the winner of favorite rumor of the year is the Switch Pro once again. The story that's been keeping <laughs> us riveted for months upon months and has supplied us with endless content on this podcast. One yeah. day, one day, chaps, we will get the Switch Pro or will Season we Season 23. Actually, uh, it's never going to happen. Uh, no, I will. It will. I think it's going to happen next year. I think it will be announced at the end of this year. But that's a story for another day. Let's talk about the next category, Anton. Indeed. And this one is one of our most decisive categories yet. People were quite unanimous on this one, and that is Best Visual Aesthetic. Um, in previous years, this has went to Link's Awakening in 2019 and Paper Mario and the Origami King in 2020. And this mm. year, we've had plenty of beautiful games. We've got on our nominations Eastward, Genesis Noir, Lego Builder's Journey, Lost in Random, No More Heroes 3, Tetris Effect Connected, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, or Toem. Uh, which one was your number one in the visual aesthetic charts, Alistair? Well, for me, there's a clear winner because one of those games was absolutely mind-blowingly, stunningly gorgeous. But they're all really attractive games. Don't get me wrong. I, Did you it, say one of these hosts is my... Oh, no, it's not one of the hosts. Sorry. You the know how on. I feel about you, Mike. It's fine. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, one no, of these games is gorgeous, yes. Yeah, I mean, they're all they're all beautiful games. I think I love all the aesthetic. I think every single one of them, they're all very, very nice. But for me, the Lego Builder's Journey game was just stunning beyond belief. Wow, it it okay. looked better than reality. I had never seen anything that gorgeous ever. And wow. I'm fascinated to see what our audience made of this. And, and you've met me several times and you're still saying that. I think, <laughs> I think to be honest, I would go with... It's funny, I don't think it's that at all. I, for me, the winner is Eastward. Just because of the detail in that game is insane. And albeit it's pixel art, but it's pixel art done in a way that is like... It's taken it to another level. And it's not just... It's, it's giving you throwbacks of Earthbound and some of those kind of games, but done it in a modern way. It's for me that's the winner. But I can see people going for something like Tetris Effect actually, because there's a lot of visually. good contenders. There are some gorgeous is, games in there. This is the hardest category so far, even though we've got none of them right so far. I'm going to go for Eastward. All righty. So winner of Best Visual Aesthetic 2021, starting with third place, we have The Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword HD Classic. We all love it, of course. Then in second place, we have Tetris. Tetris Effect Connected. And, Mike, I'm proud of you. You're finally understanding the audience. Eastward won with 50%, um, <laughs> quite unanimously. And, yeah, 
you know, I'm, I'm not sure deserved. if that's a compliment or not. I'm not sure if saying I finally understand the co- the audience is a compliment or an insult. But I'll I'll go with both. <laughs> I'll go with a bit with. Um, but no, it's I can totally get that. But I do know what you're saying. I mean, the the Lego builders' journey is stunning as well. But um, I just think Eastward has had so much praise rightly so as well don't go wrong okay. actually i think eastward is going to wipe the floor this year i think it's going to get a lot of our awards because it's yeah. in a lot of categories and i personally would vote for it in most of them well let's find out on the next category if it is there what is the next category anton indeed so up next we have best narrative uh formerly in other years in 2019 this went to once again Link's awakening in 2020 hyrule warriors age of calamity a lot of zelda in previous years and this year well, we've got plenty of stories still being told. So we got Boyfriend Dungeon, um, which is about uh, boyfriends in dungeons. Uh, last stop, we've got Life is Strange, True Colours. We've got No Longer Home. We've got Road 96 and uh, Sin Megami Tensei 5. Um, which one do you think was the best narrative 2021, Alistair? I'm going to come straight out of the gate, put my money down on Life is Strange, True Colours. I suspect that's probably going to be the fan favourite and is likely to be the award winner. And I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that, to be fair. Although, having said that, I haven't played many of the games. And narrative is something you really need to play a game all the way through to really grasp. So it's a difficult category to call. I played a bit of Road 96. The thing with Road 96 is you can break it up into chunks, manageable chunks. And then continue on. And it is the story, it's actually really well done. Um, last stop, similar. But I'm going to go with you. I think I think Life is Strange True Colors. I was actually going to go for Shin Megami Tensei 5 because I think that will get a lot of votes because there's a lot of history behind that game as well. So for me, it's between that or Life is Strange True Colors, which is a great, great narrative game. All the Life is Strange games uh, are great. And I'm excited to play this one. So I'll go with you. No, I'll, do you know what? I'll, I'll go different, just to go different. I'll go for Shin, uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5. Fantastic. Well, going through Best Narrative 2021 Nintendo Switch UK Podcast. In third place, we have Boyfriend Dungeon, a nice little wee indie title uh, about making love to sorts. Uh, it's a bit <laughs> surprising, but nevertheless, third place. And second place, use were on the right wavelength. We have Life is Strange True Colors. And then, finally, in first place, we have Shimagensi Tensei 5. And this was a bit of a surprising one. I hadn't seen many people in our audience speaking about it, but from what I hear, great story. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be, and there was a lot, a lot of years in the making as well. I mean, that's another part of it as well. It's, there's people waiting for this game. So very interesting to see um, how people have voted. But um, again, all of them were good options. Next up, uh, Anton, is... S. Audio. So in previous years, in 2019, this went to Cadence of Hyrule. In 2020, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, Hyrule Warriors cleaned up in 2020. And this year, well, we have Bluetooth audio now, so let's get some tunes blaring. Okay, in the category, we've got Deltarune Chapter 2, we've got Ender Lily's Quietus of the Nights, we've got Grand Theft Auto the Trilogy, the Definitive Edition, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Cloud Version, Metroid Dread, Dread Narita Boy, Neo The World Ends With You, The Great Ace Attorney Chronicles, or Danganronpa Decadence, which I've been playing as well. So, uh, Alistair, which one do you think the best audio music is? And I'm... It's not going to be GTA, oh is it? <laughs> I mean, I genuinely, I struggle. I have no idea what is going to win this category. I I haven't got a clue. Uh, I'm torn between giving you two different answers. One is GTA, simply because it includes Vice City, which includes 80s music, therefore yeah. I'm going to vote for it. But I think in reality, it's not going to win. 
I also think the other one I'm going to say now, which is going to be my vote, is also wrong. But I'm going to put it down as Mar- uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Cloud version, just because mm. the movies have got such awesome soundtracks that that will carry through into the game. And therefore, I'm going to say it, it is the best audio music. Uh, but I'm going to be wrong yet again, and that's fine. I actually think no. I think that's there's totally get where you're coming from on those. But I wonder if it's between Delta Rune Chapter Two and Metroid Dread, and I'm going to go Metroid Dread just over it i have heard great things about the audio and really really playing that with headphones on being particularly good delta in chapter two great games the audio is brilliantly done but i'm just going to go for metroid dread ever thought modern video games should be more interesting at the gaming blender we take randomized genres mechanics and make a new game every episode i've added permadeath we have a survival game of a hardcore simulation which could be house flipper and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that owl has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. You guys are on the right tracks and interesting to hear your thoughts. So for best audio 2021, in third place, we have Neil, the world ends with you. In second place, you're right on the money, Mike, Metroid Dread. I think that one is filling out that audio of the music and audio category. Great immersive title. And then number one, Grand Theft Auto, the, tri- the trilogy, the <laughs> definitive edition. I think oh, really? Like three games, you get a playlist that suits everyone. My face is just yeah. a picture right now. I'm so excited to, and happy, and also annoyed at myself for not picking it. That's my actual vote. To, to be to be fair, it is. It's still a great soundtrack. There's no doubt about that. And it's um, even it, though it's you know, missing some of the like best yeah, tracks. But it's got a lot of good stuff installed there too. So yeah, fantastic. Next category, Anton. Indeed. Up next, we have the most innovative game award 2021. I am loving the, the I'm loving the nominations. Here. The nominations <laughs> yeah. of this are fantastic. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Sorry, Anton, interrupt. In you. previous years, you know, we've had you know some great titles. In 2019, we had Ring Fit Adventure. I think we also had Labo that year, although it didn't win. In 2020, the winner was Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. This year, the the award winners, although being great games, were a little bit of a change of pace. Right, we've got A-Train, All Aboard, Tourism. We've got Beat Talk, a Calculator, which, by the way, is a calculator. And we've got Game Builder Garage. I am... And Alistair, who won? <laughs> well, okay, so I mean, I'm going to assume that the winner here is going to be Game Builder Garage because actually it was very innovative. It was a great idea, a great concept for getting you know young people into coding, very first steps into it. It's a really, really good thing, but I really, really, really hope our audience has got the... the uh, Sarcasm. Yes, to have voted Calculator as the most innovative game of the year because that's basically what I got my vote. It's a calculator. <laughs> I know, it was amazing. It doesn't do anything. It's just a calculator. We had a whole episode titled After This App. This was a seriously important game released this year. It was genuinely innovative. It was amazing. Game Builder Garage, Anton, who won? All right, so in third place, we have A Train, All Aboard Tourism. I mean, there's only four. <laughs> so. Yeah. Train sim and, you know, RPG, and they had a full train sim controller. And then between second and first, we had one of our closest contenders, our closest competition. Really? And second place was Calculator. It was was leading the charge for a while there. It almost won, 
but people came came to their senses later on. And then the winner of most innovative game 2021 is Game Builder's Garage. Very naturally. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> uh, yeah, we thought that might be the case. Okay, this is one of my favorite categories because we all love a good multiplayer. Anton, over to you. Indeed. Up next, we have the Better With Friends Awards. This is for all those multiplayer games that just put a smile on your face. In previous years, in 2019, Astro Bears Party won. In 2020, Animal Crossing's New Horizon. And in this year, the competition's fierce. It's a really strong category this time. We've got Among Us, which is so much fun. Big Brain Academy, Brain vs. Brain. Uh, we've got Knockout City. We've got Mario Party Superstars, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl, uh, Pokemon Unite, uh, Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury, The Jackbox, Party Pack 8, and WarioWare Get It Together. Alster... Where do you start? God, some seriously strong contenders in this category. And you're right, it is very difficult to pick which one is the best. Even for, let alone trying to figure out what the community has voted for. I don't know which one I would pick myself. There's just so many wonderful co-op and couch games have come out over the last year. The Switch is just, it's just got so many contenders to pick from these days. We're in a golden era of multiplayer gaming. It's it's fantastic. But I do think the winner in this category is probably going to be Mario Party Superstars. Came out late in the day, but I think it would have been out long enough that most of the voting would probably have gone, yeah, let's pick that one. What do you think, Mike? Oh, it's so difficult because I think you're right. I think it probably is going to be Mario Party Superstars, which I concur. I think is brilliant. But the Jackbox Party Pack 8 was really innovative. It just was probably 12 months too late because it brought the online kind of play side into it. And obviously by this point, most lockdowns had kind of subsided, thankfully, uh, to the extent they were a year ago. Just for the sake of being different, I, I did wonder if there might be a bit of a vote for Pokemon Unite just because they've got such a big fan base that that might be a contender. I'm going to go Among Us only because it kept people entertained throughout the whole of 2021, whereas Mario Party Superstars was quite new. So I'll go Among Us with a close second of Mario Party Superstars and third Pokemon Unite. So for our third place winner of the Better With Friends Award, we have WarioWare Get It Together. <laughs> Which is good. Minigame collection. Gotta love it. In second place, we have Mario Party Superstars. Um, Sorry to our giveaway winners, you didn't get the best, but you got good. <laughs> <laughs> and for our first place winner of the Better With Friends Award, it's got to be Among Us. We put plenty of hours into this title, and what can we say? It's um, it's broken friends, it's made friendships. Mike has been murdered so many times. I just get murdered instantly when we play Among Us. People don't even pretend. They just literally kill me and they're like, and everyone goes, oh, I didn't see who it was. And I'm like, you, you all did it. You all just killed me. Like, why do I have to watch <laughs> from my <laughs> grave? Uh, okay, uh, next up, we've only got a few more category, ta- categories to go, but the next one is exciting because it's about the future, Anton. Indeed. So up next, we have the most anticipated game of 2020 one and beyond um in previous years this has went to untitled breath of the wild sequel both in 2019 and 2020 i can see where this is going <laughs> so what do you think for 2021 well we've got a few cat- a few nominations we've got advanced wars one and two reboot camp we've got bayonetta three kirby and the forgotten land lego star wars the skywalker saga mario and rabbit sparks of hope metroid prime 4 pokemon legends arceus which is been getting rave reviews this week splatoon 3 triangle strategy untitled detective pikachu sequel and untitled the legend of zelda breath of the wild sequel 
oh, there's so many great titles, Al, but to be honest, for me, it's probably the Skywalker Saga, which looks insanely good, or Kirby and the Forgotten Land are my two number ones. But I think the number one is going to be Breath of the Wild sequel. Well, I mean, everybody's wrong because the game that is clearly most anticipated is one that's missing from that list, and that has to be Calculator 2, the recalculation. <laughs> The real calculation, I love it. Um, uh, yeah, well, okay, no. no. Tough, tough one to call. And the weird thing is, I'm really surprised by one of the games that I'm very tempted to vote for on there. Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Agreed. I never really expected to be thinking, oh, I'm really excited about that. It's a Mario Rabbids game, but wow, I really am quite excited. The first and one was so good, so underrated. It was. And it came out of nowhere, but one of these ones that have built up a, a following because everyone slowly but surely got on the train. So it might well be really quite high up there. Same with the Star Wars Stiger. There's a lot of hope for there, but I think there's a lot of hesitation. Metroid Prime 4 has been carrying for a while. I'm going to go that the most anticipated one is going to be Kirby in the Forgotten Land because it, again, came out of nowhere, but everyone's really hyped about it. I think it might be up there, and I'm kind of hoping we don't have Breath of the Wild done title sequel that's because it's my boring, most, but it's going to be there. That's my most anticipated one of the of the year coming up, but uh, then Skywalker Saga. But, Anton, reveal. So, the winner of most anticipated game, uh, in third place, we have Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Oh. Then, in second place... And it was close this year. We have Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Zaga with mm. Untitled Breath of the Wild sequel, just barely winning. In previous years, it's been a landslide for the Untitled Breath of the Wild sequel. It was playing it by the skin of its teeth this year. Um, but nevertheless, a win for wow. Untitled Breath of the Wild Three sequel. years in a row, that has to be a record. I don't think we've got any other yeah. game that's won, that won its category three years in a row, have we? Uh, absolutely not. This is uh, unprecedented. Yeah, well, if it wins it next year, then there's been a problem. So, <laughs> um, Let's talk about the next category, Anton. We've got two more to go. Indeed. So we're getting to the big ones. So for best indie game in 2020, uh, excuse me, in 2019, this went to Untitled Goose Game. In 2020, this went to Hades. And, well, it's been a good year once again. It has been a good year, and we're not talking tires, we're talking indie games. Uh, we've got Axiom Verge 2, we've got Boyfriend Dungeon, Cyber Shadow, Deltarune Chapter 2, Dorf Romantic, uh, Eastwards, Genesis Noir, Last Stop, Little Nightmares 2, Loop Hero, Mini Motorways, Subnautica and Subnautica Below Zero, Toem, Townscaper and Unpacking. A lot of good games in there. Um, Al, but which one do you think won? Oh, clear winner. You'll need one on that list. It's got to be Eastward. Nothing else compares. Nothing else that's come out has come close to Eastward. I'm pretty sure it has probably got spots one, two, and three. I think if Deltarune was the full game, it would run it close. I, I do think that because there's a big cult following for Deltarune. But given it's just chapter two, although I was excited about that, I don't think it's going to be there. Unpacking, I think, might do quite well on this one. And Axiom Verge 2 will have a bit of a following. Uh, last stop, a lot of good reviews for that, but I'm 100% with you. It's definitely going to be eastward all righty so best in the game 2021 starting in third place we have toem um a quaint little wee photography game we've got a review coming soon on our youtube so do go over there and check it out the black and white one right indeed yeah it's very cute and second place we have the fan favorite amongst us clearly eastward in second no way <laughs> no missed no. a check are you sure I am sure it, it it didn't even it got half the votes of what came in first place. Wow! So the game that came in first place is Unpacking, 
And we do have mm-hmm. a review of this title as well. It's a quaint little packing game that manages to tell a story via you unpacking your boxes. Yeah, yeah. You just, if you're playing I mean, it, you, you just need to make sure that you know what a GameCube is and know that it doesn't go in the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, it has had good reviews and I'm looking forward to seeing our one. And um, it doesn't surprise me. I'm surprised Eastward was so far behind, though. I mean, I must admit, I thought Eastward would wipe the floor, as did Al, obviously. But, uh, but there we are. We are ready now for the big one. Anton? Indeed. So, the big one. Game of the Year 2021. In previous years, in 2019, this went to Pokemon Sword and Shield. In 2020, it went to Animal Crossing New Horizon. And this year, well, we've got some tough competition. Going to be tough. We've got Bravely Default 2, Danganronpa Decadence, Eastward, Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy, The Definitive Edition, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD, Mario Golf Super Rush, Mario Party Superstars, Metroid Dread, Monster Hunter Rise, No More Heroes 3, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, Shin Megami Tensai 5, Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury. Was that, this, was that only 2021? And WarioWare Get It Together. So a lot of big titles. What was the game of the year, Al? Good Golly, this is a really difficult one to call, isn't it? There have been so many brilliant titles come out this year, and you look down that list and go, oh, that could win, oh, no, that could win, oh, no, that could win, uh, no, that could win. It's it's almost impossible. It's basically like potluck. So I'm going to say that I think in third place is going to be Eastward, in second place is going to be Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, and in first place is Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. That's my prediction. I'm intrigued to see how far off I am. Okay, I'll go third place Skyward Sword, second place Metroid Dread, and first place I will go... Oh, that is tough. I will go Monster Hunter Rise. Oh, he's going out on a limb. That's a random one. Strange pick, but you might be right. Uh, Who knows? Could be any of them. Yeah, this was quite a category this year. And I think compared to previous years uh, where there were a couple of key games that stood out, we had the widest spread of competition for our game of the year. So starting in third place, we have the indie darling, Eastward, coming back, um, showing up. It's a great well game. Done, Al. I definitely need to pick that one up, clearly. Ding, ding, ding. One point. We'll do points now. Oh, after I I got the other one. Great, great, cool, cool. Fine. The quiz is back. Okay, two. Second place, we have Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Um, Interesting. Imagine the DLC has really helped this one stand out. Um, Need to pick. Well, the Bowser's Fury side, uh, being a brand new game, and the 3D World game is better. It's faster than the Wii U version. It's slicker, and then Bowser's Fury is a whole game in itself. So yeah, I can I can see why. Number one, I'm excited to find out. The Nintendo Switch UK Podcast Game of the Year 2021 goes to the one and only Metroid Dread. Oh, I was say, I said second for Metroid Dread, so that's not bad. So, yeah, I can see that it's a very very well made game, very sort of nice, and yeah, I can see why it's um, it's done so well. I think that the the two the 2D aspect of it probably made it you know an unusual choice in some ways. But yeah, you well really done, put Metroid you guys Dread. off, didn't you? Neither of you were taken with this and if I, no, I don't think any of us actually played it yet have we no i no. i have and i didn't like it <laughs> so i'm clearly <laughs> not one of the audience <laughs> yeah listen a huge thanks to everyone for voting in all the categories on the website nsukp.co.uk uh, we really appreciate all your massive support for it all um and yeah we're excited uh, i mean that was great having so many votes this year as well but it's also very exciting to get us ready for season four absolutely and you know 
again, once again, congratulations to Attack, Attack the Backlog and Ian Hart for winning copies of Super Mario or Mario Party Superstar. Oh, yeah. I know. So cool. So cool. Um, what are you looking forward to most about season four, Al? Uh, you know what? I was just looking forward to hanging out with you guys again doing the show. In all honesty, I've kind of missed doing it in, in the whole of January. We've not done a show since before the new year. And it's kind of lonely. It's about it's two months for me. Down. <laughs> yeah, it's good fun sitting down in front of these microphones and just talking Nintendo with people. It's good. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to being back in people's ears. What I'm not looking forward to is trying to find some way to refresh our quiz. Oh yeah, we'll come up with anyone got any suggestions, you can email us podcast at nsukp.co.uk, I think. Um it is. Yeah. Whew. We're also on the Twitters, it's NSUK Podcast on Twitter, so you can at us there. <laughs> Indeed. And uh, thank you to all the new people that have joined us over the holiday break. Um, it's great to kind of get to see a whole bunch of new friendly faces on our Twitter. Got some new content rolling out on the YouTube soon. And soon enough, you'll be hearing about season four, uh, either popping up on your feeds or via, once again, via social media. I know. It's exciting. It's very exciting. Well, that is it for our awards show. Hopefully, if, whether you've agreed or disagreed, you've enjoyed hearing us get it wildly wrong, at least. And um, we'll be interested to see how many of those predicted games either don't happen or delayed or fail in 2022. So it's always the exciting part of it. We'll be back for our first episode, I would imagine, probably next week. Very excited about that. I cannot wait to get started. And we'll be back in the Patreon's ears as well. So please come and join us if you want to join us as a Patreon. All the details at nsukp.co.uk forward slash support dash us any final words anton um yes do if you're 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 missing us check out our website nsukp.co.uk there's been some tweaks there's been some upgrades it's looking clean uh all the episodes back catalog we have some free samples of some of our additional patreon content such as the prequel roundup and last call uh so there's plenty of us out there and we're excited to see us all in a couple weeks time alistair I think the only thing I wanted to add to that is uh, if you haven't been on to leave us a review on iTunes, then please go and do so because actually, well, it's not iTunes anymore, it's Apple Podcasts, but it does actually really help us climb up ranks and when you climb up the ranks, you get shown to more people and then they leave us reviews and we go further up the ranks and all of a sudden we're in top spot and everyone loves us and we're billionaires and it'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> billionaires. <laughs> um, Rogan, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's a whole other thing. Uh, okay, so on that note, on that bombshell, we will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening to the awards. Goodbye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.